Welcome to Uncommon Sense. Craig Kamanis and Dean Holmes host Uncommon Sense, where they discuss key business ideas on how to improve financial planning businesses. Thanks for listening and on to the next episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Uncommon Sense number 26. It's uh, Craig Kumanis and Dean Holmes again here with you for more antics, chats, and just general information to help you drive your business. Thank you to everyone who is listening online. Don't forget you can interact with us and put the comments in the chat and we'll be sure to look at those. But first of all, Dean, how are you today, mate? Great, Craig. A little bit of rain in Sydney over the last couple of days, but obviously safe, safe inside and our NBN is still currently running as well. The water slows it down a little bit, but I'm sure we'll be fine. So let's jump in, Craig. Let's do it. Let's do it, mate. You enjoy your rain. I'll enjoy blue skies, sun and 37 degrees in Adelaide. So, uh, but you know, speaking about the heat and all of those type of things, it brings me back to my, my youth when I was young and fit and I would ride a bike, Dean, which obviously evidently hasn't happened for a little while. But one of the important things when I was riding that bike, either out on the road or on a little bit of track cycling that I did was about cadence, which obviously on a bike is about the number of revolutions you're making on the pedals per minute to project your bike through whatever it is through the ride or on the track or whatever you're doing. But it got me thinking, Dean, that today we should think about cadence in our lives. There's cadence for business. There's cadence for the clients that, that we're working with and also this personal cadence that, that advice businesses owners need to focus on. And I know this is an area that's always been important to you, Dean, and something that you've focused on. So why don't we kick off today with cadence and maybe let's have a focus on thinking about business cadence to start with. Yeah, great. Hi, everyone. Cadence is so cadence absolutely is my is one of my favorite words. I, I talk about <laughs> it all the time. And really that's just focusing our effort on making sure that we're planning out the the 10 year, the one year, the three year, the one year, all the way down to what we do and what we maybe even eat for breakfast or wear, if you follow Mark Zuckerberg's uh, styling, for example. And so firstly, I wanted to sort of talk a little bit with Craig about business, the business cadence. And so spoken a lot about the quarterly and annual planning. And so we're not really going to focus on that one today, but a couple of things that really became relevant for me recently is a couple of jobs that we should do as business owners. So I, I kind of put that into the business and finance category. So the the rhetorical questions that I ask our audience in relation to this is sort of how often are you actually meeting with your bookkeeper? Do you have a regular cadence of actually how often you're meeting with them and what information they're preparing for you as part of that? Same with your accountant. How often are you meeting with your accountant and what are they doing to help you throughout the year to be analyzing your numbers as well? Personally, we meet with the bookkeeper and accountant on a quarterly basis. They both look at the numbers and make comments on the numbers from their experience of not only working with financial planning businesses, but actually more broader, which is really interesting, sometimes relevant and irrelevant, but you have to take the, the good and the bad of just their general observations about things. And so we find those getting into that cadence means that we're checking our numbers frequently, but we're also getting information about what they're seeing that might help us. Second category really is all about like suppliers. So I had a great meeting yesterday with our that helps us with all of our remote staff that work in the, the Philippines. And I wanted to get back on track with a regular cadence for meeting them because I, 
uh, because we had it and we lost it because it, that happens sometimes as well. You get into a rhythm and then it breaks for one reason or another. But the the cadence that the the point of the cadence around speaking to them as the example was so I could learn what their challenges are in relation to hiring remote staff, what their people are, what their staff are telling them, and learn from the broader community over there as well of going well. Am I doing the right thing by my staff? Can I be doing anything different and learning from my service provider? And obviously, at the same time, working out, do I still understand their business? Am I happy with their business? Can I help them in the future as well? So we we, we have a cadence around our suppliers. And sometimes it's going to be two months. Sometimes it might only be once a year. But we should be thinking about how often we're catching up with our IT provider. The classic IT thing is that when you have an idea, you go to the IT company and they say, oh, yeah, we can do that. But the better question is, why didn't you tell me that you could do that in relation to, say, cybersecurity? And the key is, is that we're not asking the questions or having the relationship to get those answers. And so he's another great one, which obviously is X-Plan and Advisor Logic as well. It's catching up with the right people at the right level. So sure, you can work with your BDM in terms of the minutiae of some of the details of X-Plan, for example, but perhaps you need to also be having a higher level conversation with, with other people within the company so you can align on the strategy align and understand what the strategy might be going forward for that particular for that particular software provider. Yep. Dean, the, the one thing that comes to mind when you talk about these things with the cadence, which are critically, critically important, how do you suggest to businesses that they actually create this habit though? Because I see time and time again, and you know, personally it happens to you, 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 you get a nice momentum on something and you tend to do it for a little bit. And then other things happen and you lose that focus again and you forget to pick it back up. Yeah, there's a lot of discipline around it. Randomly, I just finished, two days ago, I finished 100 runs in 100 days. So as a as an example of the effort that's required to, to inbuild cadence into your into your exercise, for example, I had to do 100 runs in 100 days. And, and the day, the 101th, I didn't go running. And... <laughs> I did that on purpose so that I didn't feel this pressure to constantly continue to run to get to 200 or something like that. So it taught me two things. It taught me that a we all can randomly find time to at least run for 15 to 20 minutes a, a day, for example. That was my first learning. And there was a lot of planning involved to make sure that I got out I got out to do those runs. And so sometimes I really early and sometimes I late at night running up the hill with my baby monitor in the hand, but you got them done. And so how do we do it in the, in business is that we really have to have a business calendar, not the work calendar, but, but either in X mine's in Excel, but it it can be literally on the wall behind your screen as well of what do you want to do across the entire year? And this comes back both to business cadence and personal cadence, which we'll get onto in a second, is planning out the year so that you are doing all of these things every time. So let's just take the quarterly accounting meeting. It's a little bit driven by the accountant now. It's in terms of the date that it occurs, but we know each the months of the year that we actually catch up with them, for example, and we build that into the spreadsheet, just like I build our quarterly planning days into the spreadsheet and then the deliverables leading up to that, for example, it all goes into this one 
year plan that we can see on the on the digital wall so that we can start to plan all the big picture activities and they fit in. Yeah, great, mate. Because when you really think about what you're doing with this cadence is you're setting up a process that will allow you to do the main role that you need to do in the business day in, day out without then having the baggage of, have I done that? Have I done that? Well, when's that coming? Oh, I didn't know that. Or I didn't. That's what I'm feeling like this business cadence is about. It allows you freedom, actually, to get on and do the income generating duties you need to do in the business. Yeah, absolutely, Craig. But it's also the most important things. Like if you were yes. coaching yourself as the business owner, and we always put these analogies on, these are the things that the business owner must do that when we get into the day-to-day -day and put our advisor hat on, we forget about all these things. Yes. Like the idea of going to meet with your suppliers seen as an advisor is not actually what you're excited about. But when you put the business owner hat on, was it, we, we focus on it becomes super important. So the thing about that is making sure through this process that we're planning out all the business owner activities. Now this also another category in business cadence is your entire marketing activity. And marketing is mm -hmm. really important because is such a lag in so many ways. So if you want a client today, because of your marketing activities, you needed to start three months ago. You probably needed to start 12 months ago in, in terms of getting out and doing and building the content so that people can see you like you and get that repetition. My favorite, everyone talks to me about how much Ben Nash is on LinkedIn, for example, and TikTok as well. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about it is, is that he, everyone talks about it now because he's been doing it consistently actually since the start of COVID. And so it's the consistent cadence that he did to get today. So people go, Ben posts a lot of valuable content on LinkedIn. They yep. didn't say that after his first video or his second video, but he has been incredibly disciplined with his cadence in that area to constantly deliver such that now that marketing engine constantly works. Yep. Okay. But it won't work if you want to turn it on today. There's no clients that come in tomorrow. So the 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 marketing cadence, and that goes to uh, how you're marketing for new clients, but also internal marketing with your current clients. A couple of categories of that cadence is all about how you're giving investment updates, if that's what you're focused, updates. So you can, can start to program your clients in relation to the client cadence, which we'll just jump onto in a second, you can program the clients about what's coming up by giving them a quarterly business update. You go, here's my quarterly business update for the next three months. This is what we're focused on. And we're going to do tax planning in May. So clients here, three months out that they're doing tax planning, two months out. And then when it comes to May, they're actually ready, ready for it in a variety of different ways. Yep. So, and then obviously a personal update in, in this, cadence is that clients love to hear about what the business and people within the business is doing as well, but you've got to build that into the entire year. Otherwise they slip away. Yeah. The other one that really comes to mind too, Dean, is, is cadence with your team, right? Mm. That, that's probably the one that potentially you can let slip, potentially you can reprioritize over like, you know, if Chris is listening, sorry, mate, I know on occasions I go, look, we can't do that meeting today when it's booked because I, I want to do something else. And it feels easier because you work with them and you feel like, oh, they'll, they'll be all right. But, you know, whenever I'm having these conversations, I listen to you talking through things. I'm like, 
obviously we've got to have great cadence with our clients because that's where our revenue and things are coming from. But, you know, if you put the Richard Branson perspective on, which is, you know, if you look after your team, your clients will have a great experience. Mm. Yeah. So making sure then you've got that right cadence with your team. And I've heard your business partner, Paul, say this too, is, you know, how important it is to make sure you sit down with the team regularly in a structured mm. way and keep them up to date and listen yeah, to absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're, we're going through some business acquisitions in Absolute Wealth Advisors at the moment. And the two learnings that we've had really recently is that it's really important to keep everyone up to date with what's happening at the business plan. And we do that quarterly, but also now because we're going through what I would call a significant change with buying a business with 50 clients in it, we're having to communicate the same story in a positive sense, multiple times so everyone gets it because just because you've told someone once, doesn't mean that they've got it all yet. And so the cadence of explaining something to a client or a staff member or yourself is we've got to do it a few times in order to really, really get it. And so it's a great point about giving staff updates, giving staff their reviews on time, like the idea that you've missed a review or not done a staff review for six months or 12 months or 18 months. And it's not about a pay rise, it's about a performance review. So that's building that cadence into everything you do is super important Mm. as well. Most definitely. Why don't you move on to the client focus cadence? We're talking about business then and the things that the business needs to do. But what about then, we obviously got a great group of clients. We need to have a cadence with them to be successful. We need to have a cadence with them to attract more and so that Mm. we know we can see more. So absolutely. Couple of things that we've seen that starts to work really well is the the batching of reviews. Like if you distill down what advisors do, they get new clients and then they do annual reviews. And so lots of businesses now we've seen that they're starting to do reviews in only set months of the year. And it's built around their personal world and also the client's personal world, which is probably pretty similar if you if you're about to hear what I do. So businesses might batch the first half of the year's worth of reviews in February, March, April, May. Okay. So don't do an annual review in January because the clients are on holidays and no one's back. So you can kind of discount that month of the, of the year. So then you start doing reviews, February, March, April, May, knowing that June you'll, you'll pick up the ones that you didn't get to in terms of just time or calendar or something else, but also June's the cleanup month of all the super contributions and tax planning and anything else that you might do with the business. July is a breather. And then August, September, October, November is the next period of reviews. And so that has allowed everyone to focus on those periods and different activities outside of those areas. So we know that that's a key focus of deliverables as an advisor. And so we don't have as big goals for those quarters because we're busy with clients. And we know in July, we can either have a holiday or spend a bit more time on business planning, for example, in those off times. So that's one example in terms of batching reviews. Other things is doing reviews every second month. That's kind of works well, but also doing reviews just in the first two weeks of every month. You know, once again, my favorite analogies is all about medical professionals. There's plenty of medicos that only meet new patients in their private rooms in the first two weeks of the month. In the third and fourth week, they're researching, they're consulting, they're traveling to other hospitals, et cetera, et cetera. And it's the first two weeks. How many times have you called us and you call the specialist, which we're professionals, they're professionals and specialists. You call it, you get a date. 
that date's in the first two weeks of the year. The client doesn't know that. Okay. No, exactly. Only you know that you only take meetings in the first two weeks of the month. The client will not notice that pattern at all. Okay. Why does that work? Is it gives you two weeks to focus on meetings, two weeks to clean up, two weeks to focus on meetings. So that works really well, whether that's the cadence for annual reviews or even new clients, like having a new client meeting today and the second new client meeting two weeks later, and then the SOA presentation two weeks after that is a cadence for new, new clients. So we think focusing on that, however you want to do it within your business, that's really effective for getting things done. Okay. Yeah. Next thing, the next thing in relation to ROAs is, is ROAs and investment rebalances, getting all of these things done at the right, at the same time. Like I can tell you that, that one of our businesses does the investment scorecard every Monday at 10 o'clock, the whole investment team looks at it and then you don't have to look at it for another week. And then you come back next Monday, see what got implemented, see what the situation is and do it again. And so it say it stops this ability of going, I've got to look at portfolios all the time. No, we just look at 1130 on Mondays. And we know that that's the only time we need to look at that before going on to the next thing. Okay. Yeah, and the, the, thing, the last thing, Craig, about just cadence in terms of teams is that projects work really well. So projects and specialization we found works really well within business overall. And so running projects, which is really the cadence going, I'm going to do this once a week, once a month, once a quarter, it doesn't really matter. But the, the ability to focus your effort for that period and do it more than once is really valuable. Then you move on to the, yeah. move it on to the next thing. So that's, you know, economies of scale, I suppose that you're doing it all and it works really well. Yeah. And it's really, you know, refining back to that, that saying that we've said before and on common sense, but you know, the, the system runs the business and the people run the system. Correct. And you know, you've got to have that in place, which is great for consistency. It, it's great for new starters to be able to be trained and pick up easy, but it's, you know, and it's great for everyone else in the business because you should be able to, dare I say, use the word relax, but you know, it's so much easier to run a business and see clients when you're not carrying weight on your shoulders and you're not feeling that, anxiety i guess of i've got to do that i've got to do that i've got to do that yeah. i've got to do that and it just helps which i guess part of that then dean leads into you know personal cadence and how yeah. you actually approach things yourself so you're not carrying that feeling too correct and this is this is really an interesting way of of thinking about how you use your own time be it outside or inside of work it doesn't really matter but this just the cadence of how you want to do stuff. So I know guys that only look at their emails three times a day, like they have a 10 o'clock at 2.30 and a something or other, and they just check emails at that point in time. That's a great cadence around focusing effort on email and not getting distracted at other points yeah. in time, for example. Cadence of having meetings. So the idea that you can start a meeting at any random time can be good or bad, good or bad. And you might want to have some more structure around that, that you only meet clients at 10, 12 and two, for example. Now, once yeah. again, as I said earlier, the client won't know that you only take meetings at 10, 12 and two. They'll just see three or two options of time offered to you. So the cadence around how you run your day in relation to that works really well. But also if we take that helicopter view again about 
how you want to do your entire year, plan out the cadence of your year so you know when you're going on holidays, when the public holidays are, when all these events that might impact your ability to do your job. And that's whether you're a business owner or an advisor or anyone within the business is you want to, the idea that you can work out your own cadence for the year of everything you want to achieve, and then it fits in. The idea, you know, this gets from, I don't run fast marathons, but I run marathons. And the idea around that is that you have to do the 16 weeks of training to get to the start line. There's no ability for you to rock up on the day and and do it. And so that's the same thing about the cadence. If you want to, whatever you want to achieve over the 12 months, you've got to build it into your year so you can see it and do it. Otherwise you're in this situation where you're deciding things on the fly and then yep. that doesn't fit in with the rest of your world and calendar. So I think building that as a, as a personal cadence is really valuable. And what it does is it kind of gives you the ability to say no to things. And this is personal advice, relationship and business advice. Like, you know what you're trying to achieve in your cadence and your world and your year, you can say no to things because you know that it's going to distract you from what you've planned. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you keep saying yes to stuff and then you don't achieve your goals, it's because you put someone else's priorities into your cadence and then it doesn't work out. So that's Dean Holmes, a life coach. It's going. <laughs> I really like it. Well, mate, you know, we've, we've covered off on the, the three cadences today, personal cadence, client cadence, and, and business cadence, all equally as important. If there's someone out there, if you're listening and you're thinking you want some help with some of this stuff, obviously reach out to Dean, reach out to myself. You know, we, we're actually really passionate about this stuff. We, we live it. We love it. You know, we, we do these things ourselves. It's not just about coming on and talking about things that, you know, could be good. We, oh, yeah, we you do it. Correct. If you want my spreadsheet for the year in advance, I'll give you that. So you can build out your cadence in terms of that. If you need my 16 week running plan, it's all just linked to your Garmin watch. So there those things come out, for, those things, the cadence for that comes out for free. Yeah, so very good. Thanks very much, Craig, for another episode of Uncommon Sense. You've watched this on LinkedIn or YouTube, or you've listened it back on on one of our favorite podcast providers. So if you can like it and share it, if you do like it, we don't need any fake reviews. But if you are enjoying <laughs> it, share it with your friend, and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks, see Craig. You later, Bye.